Welcome to the Day One Transformation Show and the first episode of the Day One Transformation Show, which is pretty cool. I'm Dave Mipsit, if you don't know who I am or who this voice is, and I'm the host of said show and very excited to be kicking this uh, podcast off. I've actually done a, a podcast before that I did kind of off and on uh, with a good friend of mine, my best friend, in fact, Mr. Jake Turnbull, and it's a lot of fun and I love doing them. And this show for me is the, the next evolution of that. Uh, and coincides with me opening uh, a new gym, uh, my second gym, called Day One Training and Transformation, hence why the name all makes sense, hopefully right now. Uh, And these podcasts are going to be, most of the time, fairly short, maybe sometimes longer, but most of the time, fairly short nuggets of hopefully inspiration, hopefully tools that will help you achieve more in your life, get more out of your life, live happier, live healthier. Uh, there's going to be a lot of focus on fitness, on, on getting in shape, on getting better results with your health, because number one, that's what my gym is obviously very focused on, being a gym. Number two, it's it's something that is one of the biggest passions of mine, and I will dive into a bit of a story of why that is very soon. Uh, but alongside the health and fitness side of what we'll, be deci- what we'll be discussing in said podcast, there will be a lot of things that are applicable to all areas of life. I've got a lot of passions around business, a lot of passions around relationships, passions just around personal development of how we maximize our potential, how we get the most out of ourselves. How do we set a goal and achieve that goal? How do we overcome the shit that holds us back in life? And I've got so many passions around that. And this podcast will often dive into those places as well. And I hope you will find that equally rewarding. And you'll always better tell by the name of the episode, really what we're focusing on. Uh, But for me, there's a good expression that one... uh, one area of your life affects all areas of life, right? So one, like the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And the reason that's relevant in this case is because just because, you know, you may be talking about health-related stuff and maybe your health is pretty good, it doesn't mean there's not going to be lessons and parallels that apply to relationships, that apply to your career, that apply to work, that apply to learning other skills. And the same in both ways. If you're mainly focused on getting physical results with your fitness, with your health, with everything like that, and the talk is around other things about someone's story of overcoming addiction, random example, right? But there's always lessons and parallels to be taken from everything. And as you get better in one area of life, as the expression goes, every area of your life kind of comes with that. And by neglecting any area of your life, it kind of brings down every other area of your life at the same time. So there's always lessons to be learned. And so I hope a lot of them will be extremely valuable to you and you will get that inspiration and that knowledge from it. Uh, And it also reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Bruce Lee, who's that old philosopher and martial artist. And one of his favorite quotes was, absorb what is useful and discard the rest. And again, I look at that when, if I'm listening to two people talk about something that's not really specific for my life, or I'm in the middle of a conversation about things not super specific for my life, I try to remind myself of that, of absorb what is useful and discard the rest because there's always something useful to be absorbed when you look for it. And the people who go into things not looking for it tend to miss the nuggets and the wisdom. And so I hope that helps us setting a foundation for what the Day One Transformation Show is all about and hopefully you're vibing with it. If you listen to all that and you're like, that is not for me, then probably just close it now and go do something else and save yourself the time. But hopefully a lot of that excited you and can, yeah, provide that value. Reason, the first episode here and what I really wanted to dive into 
is essentially the the phrase in the name, which is of course the name of my my new gym, Day One Training and Transformation, and this podcast and what the hell that is all about. And to really help you understand why that simple two words Day One means a lot to me, I kind of want to take you back to my Day One in in fitness and uh, my start with that. And it's funny because the people who knew me when I was younger, say in high school times, even primary school times, uh, they they've seen both sides of of Dave and the ones who know me after that never saw the first side and so a lot of it is uh, somewhat hard for a lot of people to believe but throughout most of my childhood and up till the age of essentially about 17 to be very specific uh, I struggled with my body my weight my fitness and as a byproduct of that my confidence my self-esteem my self-image and struggled with a lot of things in life as a byproduct of that because for me being a little bit fatter and chubbier and feeling like all the other kids had were in better shape than me and people were judging me because of that the carryover effect was I didn't put myself out there and I wasn't confident socially and I didn't go for the things I wanted to do and I doubted myself and really just held back a lot of areas of my life and the reason the day one comes to me so strongly is that I used to say one day a lot I mean a lot I I used to always say that one day I was going to do something about being overweight. I was going to lose weight. I was going to get fit. I was going to go to a gym or I was going to start eating better. And I I certainly didn't have a lot of knowledge then of what that looked like, but I knew that I at least wanted to try. And I, I said one day for a long time. And I think there's a compounding effect of you can have something going wrong in your life or something that you don't really like in your life. For my case, it was my weight and my body. Yeah. And that's that's got that's that's one set of like problems, and that weighs you down to a certain amount. But the the knowingness and the awareness that you're also not doing anything about it becomes this extra layered uh, disappointment and frustration on top of that. So not only did I feel this sense of I don't really like myself, I don't feel like the opposite sex, you know, girls will like me, uh, people judge me, and I'm in sports teams, I'm the least fit kid, I get called names. I don't want to take my shirt off the pool. I got all those things. I also had this kind of nagging feeling of like, I'm not doing anything about it. And even worse than that was probably that I felt I couldn't do anything about it. And for whatever reason, that was just the mindset I had somehow developed and grown up with, right? Like I just had looked in the mirror for so many days, for so many years and looked at what was staring back at me, not happy and was very resigned to like, this is this is how it's meant to be, I guess. This is... This is you know, who I am. And that also very much weighed me down. Um, very, like, very literally the weight, but like, metaphorically. And so that was really the, the the cocktail of negative emotions I felt like I was dealing with on a daily basis at that age, and had so many other things going for me in life. And that's not that's not a brag or anything. But I, I mean, I, I was relative, like I did really well at school, I had like friends it wasn't like I was a Lower no friends. Uh, I was actually quite good at sports, uh, all things considering my fitness. But I never, I don't think I really truly appreciated them or enjoyed those because I was so fixated on being overweight, being, again, less attractive than other guys and not being able to talk to girls and, and people judging me, making fun of me and all that stuff. And so I said one day for a long, long, long time wanting to change that. And it wasn't until I kind of hit the point of I guess rock bottom, um, but the point of the, the, the peak of the pain when it finally came enough to, to get onto my own day one 
And, you know, there's a very well-known personal development man called Tony Robbins, who a lot of people have probably heard of. And he talks a lot about this concept that uh, until the pain of change is greater than the pain, sorry, until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, we don't change. And he actually takes people on these extreme interventions to ramp up the pain uh, so that you get to that point of wanting to change. And he's doing it from, you know, the right place to help people. Um, But I've done events where people break down crying and screaming because they feel the pain. Uh, But for me, I hit that that peak of pain at about three quarters of the way through year 10 in high school. I was actually on a a, a trip overseas of all things. I studied French in year 9 and 10, and they get to take us overseas to France as part of studying it, which is pretty cool and was honestly one of the biggest reasons I studied it in the first place, disclaimer. And uh, there was a few girls, just to be completely transparent, that... Uh, you know, I'd always had my eye on sort of thing through school and, you know, as any high school boy does, has his little crushes and some of them would go on that French trip with me. And I sort of had this, this optimistic hope, right, that like this would be the moment because I, again, I never had the confidence to show my intentions, never really was able to push myself to actually, you know, go for the things I wanted to and talk to the people and, and make certain moves. And again, just an optimistic year 10 kid thinking, friends, this will be my chance. It's a place of romance and yeah, we'll, uh, you know, all the good things will happen. And like a lot of us probably do in life where we, we think like a big change in an environment will somehow change the way we act. Like some people do it with once I, once I move and this new house will solve my problems or once I get like this promotion will solve all my problems. For me, it was like, oh, if we're in France, I'll just be this totally different person, right? And then reality comes crashing down and we're not a different person. And so long story short, that trip was uh, the peak of disappointment where I continued to uh, doubt myself, continued to not, again, talk to the people I wanted to talk to. And I literally remember one night crying myself to sleep, just being so disappointed in myself and so upset with who I was. Uh, And obviously it was pretty fucking painful. And so I get back from this French trip and... I just had this this sense of like something had to change. I just couldn't, I couldn't live with it. I, that, that was literally it. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know how I was going to do it. Again, I didn't have the knowledge of nutrition or training. But I remember getting back to my, to my house. I remember like sitting there one day having lunch or something and just thinking about that French trip. And I was like, something's got to change. And it was probably a few weeks later when uh, my mum, who I'm still internally grateful to this day for doing this, uh, wanted to go down to the gym that was near us, a fitness first at Sylvania. And she uh, encouraged me to come with her. She was going to check it out, probably sign up. Do I want to come? Do I want to sign up as well? Because I was finally at an age where I could do it myself. I think it was like 15 or 16. And, uh, you know, the, the little part of me was going, holy shit, I'm scared of my brain. But there was another part of me that was like, I, I know I need to do this. I remember the first day going with my mum. And I didn't even wear gym clothes because I was so scared to actually work out. So I thought if I don't wear gym clothes, I wear like jeans or something. If I wear jeans, like I don't have to work out because I'm not dressed for it. So I'll just be able to go and like look at things and just suss it out because I was so petrified of actually going in there and not knowing what the hell I was doing, what everyone's thinking of me. Am I going to look like an idiot? Am I going to be the only little chubby kid in there, right? So I went jeans, didn't work out, um, but went there and I guess like it didn't seem that scary. And, uh, you know, I said, mom, hey, can I get a membership here as well? And the second step that she, she did for me, and this is ultimately the reason I went down the career path I did, is mom got me a personal trainer. And she, she I think they offered a three session pack to get you started. And she bought me three sessions with a trainer there called Peter. 
Uh, and Peter then was the one who kind of helped me get that first step actually getting into it. See, and I had no idea what I was doing. I was nervous as hell, scared as hell. The machines look scary. How the hell do I use them? What weight should I lift? All of the usual stuff. Uh, and I got three sessions with Peter and he was awesome. He was just enthusiastic and he just uh, obliterated all my concerns and reassured me and took me through some fun workouts, showed me some machines and it was enough to get me started. It was enough to get me started. And I actually did more personal training with Peter as I went because uh, I just felt like I needed it. And again, was, was he gave me a good deal. Mum was so kind to uh, you know pay for that for me because I was just a lazy kid and not working, to be honest. Um, and Peter is who inspired me to be a trainer. And I remember working like being with him and just going, fuck, this is the impact someone can have on someone because I wouldn't have started without him. Just wouldn't have started. It was just, I, I guarantee I would have just thought it was too scary. Um, yeah, how do I do this and probably quit? And he got me started. And that's what made me want to be a trainer, to be honest. And so for me, like, I don't want to think about where my life would be if I hadn't have like gone onto that day one right? Hadn't I just taken that first step? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. And I don't, I don't want to think about like what had happened. And I certainly wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing today. Uh, and long story short, I, I get committed. I start training six days a week and about probably took 12 to 18 months before I really started seeing noticeable big results. But over that time, I lost about 15, 16 kilos, something like that. And as much as there was a physical transformation, it was more the mental transformation. It was the the weight lifted off my shoulders of self-consciousness of everyone else around me. It was uh, f- finally feeling like I overcame something that was this burden my entire life that I felt like I was stuck with. Uh, and it was it was just showing myself literally as cheesy as it is, anything I put my mind to, I could do. Because that was a thing that I never felt I could do. And lo and behold, it, it took me down the path of wanting to do the same for others. And, you know, we can get into that another time. But that was the start for me. And... For me, that first day walking in that gym where I wasn't even wearing gym clothes, that was day one because I at least took a step in the right direction. And that's what day one is for me. It's what it's all about is just going, you know what? There's this thing I want. I don't have to know exactly how it's going to pan out. Maybe I, maybe you know, maybe the, maybe you're doubtful. You'll even be able to do it. Maybe you're like me. You didn't even think it was possible to a certain extent. Maybe you're scared. Maybe you're nervous. Maybe you don't know how you're going to fit it all in. Maybe it's just seems unrealistic, but you start. You take the first step. You go, I'm going to try, and today is going to be day one. And that's it. And from that point in time, you put one foot in front of the other. You have things that go wrong. You lose motivation. All things happen, but you, you're still on that journey. And that's, for me, just helping what this gym and what the mission of this podcast, big picture, and what I want to be about, to be honest, is, is helping people take that first step because that's the hardest step. It truly is. It truly is. Honestly, I wish I could have taken that first step at 13 years old, not not nearly 17 years old. Again, my life might be an even better place if I developed those habits, that discipline and the confidence at a younger age. But it happened when it happened. And that's life. Life always happens to us at the right time, whether we think it is or not. It is always the right time because that's the way it happened. And so that's the big part of day one. And there's one other side, side meaning to day one that I also love. I also feel like, it represents so well and it stands for. And to really get into that, I want to tell you the day one of uh, my business, The Body Shape, is the first gym uh, that I opened. And I'll go through the backstory another time. But essentially, I'm a very naive personal trainer who, with way too much confidence and trust in myself, 
uh, and a business coach behind me to really encourage me, decided to open my own studio uh, at 20 years old. Uh, I was personal training at the time. I built up my personal training thanks to having a good business coach and, and honestly putting a lot of work. I was also studying at university at the time. I was almost two years done with an exercise science degree. Uh, and I decided to drop out of university, to stop training at the gym I was at, to throw every single cent I had into my own studio, and I opened The Body Shapers back in 2015, I think it was, yeah. And so it's day one of doing that, and to say I was underprepared would be, under, would be the world's biggest understatement of all time. Uh, I didn't know really what I was doing. I had trained people at this other gym for what, nine months and thought I was king shit. Uh, but absolutely wasn't, and ran this, I remember the first morning of opening Body Shapers, I'd done some marketing and and signed some new people up, and they were excited, new gym, right, Uh, and I remember having this group of, I think it was nine people, and I just had not thought about and figured out how I was going to run this session smoothly with nine people, I think the most I'd ever trained was like five or six, and just didn't really, like, I was just like, yeah, sign up, that's all right, I'll make it work, I'll make it work, and I remember having nine people in this session and it was atrocious. It, it was a train wreck. It wasn't structured in a way that flowed. I just winged it. And you, you're probably like, "How did like what, what on earth made you not plan this? Surely the first day you would have planned it to a T. I just, I was just doing things. It was just so much happening on my mind of setting this thing up. I just didn't plan it out to a T. Or maybe I just thought my plan was good enough. My plan wasn't good enough. Long story short, the first day is atrocious. The first morning really is atrocious. And uh, thus begins my journey of learning how to run a business and running gym. And I remember walking to the local cafe straight after the first two morning sessions. And I sat down, pulled out my laptop. And I cannot remember what I put at the top of the page. But I'm pretty sure it was something like how to make this less shit. <laughs> something like that. Like I sort of tried to tried to use humor to make myself feel better about the train wreck I just delivered to clients. Uh and I remember listing 5, 10, 15 things I could do, could have done to improve the session, right? All these things came out of my head. I could have organized it like this. I could have had this set up there. I should have picked those exercises first. I should have organized these people to partner up here, time this. All these things came out of my brain about how I could have done better in that session improved. And in the next couple of weeks, those improvements came to fruition. And I felt like, you know, I actually was doing a half decent job very quickly because I implemented those things. And so the second meaning to the idea of day one is that when we start something fresh and new, there's a certain attitude and mindset we take to it. We we want to make it better. We want to do our best. We want to improve. And we're like, cool, I'm learning things. I I can do something different. I can make it better. And you have this effort and this intention to what you're doing. When... When you do that, it's amazing the growth you have. It's amazing the progress you make because you actually you're actually thinking about all these ways and you're putting in that that time and effort. And I find as we go in life, and this this goes to every area of life, as we typically go through things, we sometimes end up just doing the bare minimum. We sometimes just start ticking the box in that area of life and we stop being proactive about how we could improve, how can we do better, what am I missing here? If I had a gun to my head and I had to make this better or achieve this goal or improve, what would I do? We lose that urgency and that drive and that excitement and enthusiasm that we had on the first day. And because we lose that, we stop making progress and we stop doing our best and we stop having that excitement and enthusiasm for what's going on. And ultimately, we do a disservice to our potential we do a disservice to the people that it impacts, whatever this area of life might be. And it's, it's not the way we should live life. And there's an expression in relationships 
in intimate relationships typically it's essentially something along the lines of if you treat them the day the, the way you did on the first day there will never be a last day and to me that sums it up perfectly everything we do if we do it the way we did it on the first day there won't be a last day because we'll keep improving and progressing and loving it and so again it translates to relationships it translates to career and work how did you turn up the first day of your of your job how did you turn up the first day you were studying stuff weren't you attentive weren't you excited weren't you trying to do everything right weren't you not you know trying to cut corners and you know just do the bare minimum to get by you were doing it properly day one when people start their fitness journeys what do they do they we eat bloody on point we stick to our meal plan we don't just nibble off the the plate of someone next to us and take that extra snack. We don't try to, to milk a few extra grams of something here. We know it's 100 grams. We weigh it 100 grams. We do our workout. We turn up five minutes before the workout, ready to go. We're excited. We're, we're loose. We, we set a few extra alarms. We don't miss that workout. That's what happens on day one. But again, life, life gets to all of us and it happens. It's, it's, not, it's no one's intention to drift into bad habits, but it happens. And when we lose that, we... we we lose that excitement for life. We lose that belief in progress. And again, it's not the way to live life. Not if you want the best for your life. Not if you actually care about your potential and you care about doing the best you can for the people around you, for the life you want to leave. And I would imagine you wouldn't have listened this far if you didn't. So I'd say that is you. And so it's looking at everything in our life through that lens of the day one. Where am I not being my best? Where could I look for ways to do this better? How could I improve? How could I tick all? How could I not just tick the boxes, but how could I exceed expectations? How can I go that little bit extra? When you go that little bit further, things start to fall into place. And so that's the big picture, broad, overarching mindset that I, my gym is going to be about and will be about, might be about if you're listening to this down the line. Uh, and this show will be about and all the different elements that come from that as well not just there's so much more there's so much more my brain wants to dive into but that's the big picture and i hope that's a little again nugget of inspiration something thought-provoking for you to evaluate your life if there's any action step from this it's pull out a pen and paper pull out notes on your phone your computer and look at the big areas of life relationships career health fitness any other personal development any other things that you consider hugely valuable to your life and ask yourself which things have i been putting off that need to start, that need to become day one, that I know I need to do? And what areas of your life are, are drifting into a place of not being intentional about it, not actually doing your best? And if you were to look back at them like it was day one, how would you do them differently? And that doesn't need to be an, an overthinking exercise. That could be a couple of simple sentences on those areas and then look at putting a plan in place to actually do that, to remind yourself of that regularly. Or if it's to start something new, take the next step to finding something new. If it's fitness, it's Hey, I'm about to open a gym. It's finding a gym to start at. It's finding a trainer. It's finding a nutrition plan. If it's something in relationships that, that needs to happen, you've been putting off and it's like, okay, it's day one of improving our relationship. I've been you know, not being my best self in this and I can feel it struggling. Cool, what does that look like? Maybe it means having that, that first conversation with someone. Maybe it means pulling out your calendar and scheduling time to be with your significant other that you haven't been doing. If it's career, it's time to start looking for that new job. It's time to start learning that new hobby, learn that new skill. There, it, we're in the age of information. We're in the age where when you really fucking want something, it's all out there. Like if you have the access to this audio, to listen to this podcast, I almost guarantee you have the access to the information you need to begin executing on 
any of those areas I just touched on, any area you want, the information, the first step is out there. Maybe it's not crystal clear, but something is out there. You could start going down the rabbit hole. That's how I started my fitness stuff. Like coming back to our first story, I, I tried to, I wanted to learn everything I could about training nutrition. I didn't know shit. So I started Googling. I started reading blogs, reading people's interviews, looking at people in shape, listening to them. What are they doing? Uh, asking my trainer questions. Like I was just hungry for the knowledge. And if you're hungry for the knowledge, the knowledge is out there to improve any area of your life, to take that first step as tough, as scary as it can be. The courageous first step into day one is the biggest one. So I hope that helps. Hope you enjoyed it and hope you look forward to more of uh, my show and the podcast and where it goes from here. If you enjoyed it, do something amazing for me. You could rate and review the podcast and give it a little bit of love uh, on whatever app you're listening to this on. There's always a way to review and give it a little five stars and say, hey, that was pretty cool. Uh, Or just share it, share the word around on social media, anything like that for other people to also benefit from you know, the inspiration, the lessons, the tools that will be shared on the show or just in this particular episode. And I would appreciate that so much as I try to spread my message and uh, yeah, continue to build this up. So I hope you enjoyed that. Look after yourself and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.